Hi everyone, Greg Rust here from the Rusty's Garage podcast. You are listening to the podium. This is the podium where we celebrate the best from the world of motorsport. And our next guest is one of the leading motorsport broadcasters in, in Australia. This week, he'll be leading the commentary of the TCR series and covering all the action from pit lane during the Bathurst 1000. It is, of course, Greg Russ. Greg, thanks so much for joining us on the podium. Jason, nice to talk to you again. I arrived in Bathurst overnight. I'm sitting at the track as, uh, as I talk to you for this, uh, this interview. And um, it doesn't change over 20 years, mate. The hairs in the back of your neck still, you know, uh, it's such a special, special place. And you're reminded of that each time you walk back in. Most definitely. We have covered it many times this year. There's been all the issues with the pandemic, of course. You're currently based in NZ, usually. So it was quite a monumental effort to get down for this race as well. It's been a huge challenge, mate. Um, you know, I, I am in no more of a, of a special position than anybody else because um, in New Zealand, you have to do a, a level of hotel quarantine still when you go back. So there'll be that for me to contend with. And you go into a lottery-style system. Um, and there was a big chance, Jason, that I wouldn't actually be here. I went through several rounds of that, um, missed out many times. And, and that's just how it is. There's plenty of Kiwis trying to get home for Christmas, and rightly so. Um, I got fortunate in the in the most recent uh, round uh, offer. And very sadly, Greg Murphy and Richie Stanaway did not. So Murph, to his absolute credit, mate, uh, as a part of that wild card that he was going to do with uh, Peter Addison, Boost, and, and the Erebus team, uh, he was very, very clear from the outset that he was not going to try and queue jump any, any Kiwis or get special treatment of any kind. He said, I'm in the lottery here like everyone else. And very unfortunately, uh, it just hasn't come to fruition. But I can tell you, mate, he's dead keen to come back in, in 2022 for another crack at it. Well, that's fantastic. You're very close there with Murph, obviously. Talk about the training regime that you guys have both been on the past few months. I'm a bit old, mate. I'm far from an athlete, as you know. Um, <laughs> but it was great from a, a reporting and a, and a commentary perspective after all these years to try and uh, get a little bit of a window into the kind of things that they do to prepare. So... You know, you, you, the best possible training for these guys, a bit like a, a MotoGP one or a motocrosser, you, you, being on the bike or in the car, as it is in this case, is the best situational training. But you can't do that all the time, as you know. There's limited testing opportunities and so on. So you've got to try and simulate things um, to prepare the, the body and the mind. So it's probably the, the best thing about it. We train for many, many months at an institute of, of sport or technology in in, um, in Hawke's Bay in New Zealand where lots of athletes um, that are, um, you know, have competed at the Olympic Games, some are uh, rowers and rugby players and all sorts, and they have a heat chamber there, Jason. So I, I got to um, do some sessions in that where the heat and humidity is quite high. Um, and as, as a part of all that, the, the trainers are big on your, your cognitive response as well, how well the brain works when you're physically tired and, and you're drained from the heat and so on. So it was a great sense of perspective for me that I got out of that really good experience. That's awesome stuff. Well, let's talk about some of the on-track action because TCR Australia is back in action this week, weekday action as well, weirdly enough. It's been a very long break between races due to the pandemic. What have you made of the season so far and who do you expect to be the front runners this round? Well, the interruption is going to affect everybody, I think, in some respect. It's good from a supercar's uh, point of view that they've been able to do those races back-to-back 
um, at Sydney Motorsport Park four straight in the past month. Um, that's that's good for the lead up to the great race. Um, but I mean, really, mate, you've got to rewind the clock to uh, back to May when uh, Supercar, uh, the, the CCR rather, was on track at Sydney Motorsport Park, and then before that over Easter. We were here at Bathurst, where I'm talking to you now. So it's been a while for, for those guys. Uh, they have at least had miles around the mountain before, uh, albeit in cooler conditions compared to, to now, so to speak. Um, I think it'll be great. I mean, the, the, the fact that everyone has just kind of said, look, we need a big end to the year. There's been lots of challenges for everybody. Um, let's all just come together for one fantastic festival to wrap the year up. We're fortunate to have a crowd. I think it's got the makings of being a, a really cool um, event and, and it's a nice win for the fans really to have all this stuff on track over the course of, I mean, they hit the track on Tuesday and it goes right through to Sunday and the coverage um, begins on the Wednesday. So, Jason, it's a huge win for everybody in, in many respects. It sure is. And like you said there, the Supercars Championship as well have done a fantastic job to get so many events happening with all the lockdown restrictions over the past few months. Talk about the championship in the Supercars Championship because Shane Van Giersbergen and Triple Eight, they're back to their dominant best this year. Talk about what you've made of their performances and just how how much improvement they've made again. He and Garth Tander are the defending Bathurst 1000 champions and they start clear, well, not necessarily clear favourites, but short price favourites, definitely. Um, Garth in a tremendous form. You know what he's like in endurance mode. Shane's got the championship in the pocket already, which is great. I, I, I'm a huge advocate of Bathurst being a standalone thing. I, I think if he'd have to come here and keep that championship equation in the back of his mind all the time, that would have been a bit of a downside for me personally. He doesn't have to do that. Um, I think, you know, there's a fairy tale aspect to what um, Craig Lowndes and, and Jamie Wincup are doing with Jamie's last full-time drive. Watch, watch out for those guys. Um, and, and I also think, mate, you know, one combination to watch beyond the, the fast four, shall we call them, the, the Dick Johnson Racing, Shelby Power, Mustangs and the, and the Red Bull cars is most certainly um, Lee Holdsworth and, and Chaz Mostert for Walkinshaw and Ready United. I mean, Lee has only been out of the, the supercars full-time seat um, for, for 12 months. He's one of the best co-drivers going around on that basis. Uh, that team seems to be getting better and better as they take aim at, at, at a you know a resurgence of the years to come, and that, that's been clear from what we've seen this year. The impact of that already. Um, so they're, they're guys who will be a factor, particularly if we get a wild race on Sunday, and, a, and there's more than a few that think we're we're due for one of those. It looks like it could be. It looks like it could be. And just very quickly, over the weekend we saw the MotoGP World Championship wrap up. And with that, it's kind of the end of an era in motorsport broadcasting with Network 10 now no longer going to be doing the MotoGP coverage. Of course, they'll still have the Australian Grand Prix events in the future, but you were a huge part of that motorsport broadcasting lineup for many years. Talk about what that Channel 10 journey has meant to you and to so many others there. I was very fortunate to be a part of it at the time I was there, mate. Um, you know, it was probably at its zenith. There were some unbelievably good people in the front line and behind the scenes. Amazing to think that my buddy Daryl Beattie went right through almost all of Ch- uh, Channel 10's tenure with the sport. He was right there at the end, um, and he did a brilliant job in that that role as uh, co-host and, and expert commentator. He, he Even now, all these years later, after his race career finished, he has this sort of intuitive sense 
of what is about to unfold or what the problem is and, and what's behind it and so on. Um, so, yeah, very lucky to have been a part of that. Um, fitting, I guess, in some respects that Valentino Rossi hung up the helmet at the, at the same time. What a, you know, at the, the peak of some of the stuff I was able to experience there, Jason. I mean, he was the, um, you know, pulling off some of those post-race, some unbelievable post-race celebrations, proper <laughs> legend of the sport. Um, what he uh, what he does uh, and what he has brought to um, our our two-wheel sport has been hugely inspirational for generations to come. I'm very fortunate to have seen him race live. It's been a, a very special thing to meet and to interview him on occasion, and, and that's something I'll never, ever forget, mate. Yeah, definitely. And just finally, in one sentence, on Sunday, who's going to be standing on the top step of the podium at the mountain? I would say that if we have clear weather, um, one of the Red Bull entries, I think. That said, Anton Di Pasquale has been unbelievably fast in that Shelby Power Racing uh, Mustang. Clearly, they've, in the COVID break, have worked hard on um, you know, coming out strong in the second half. There should be a good fight between the heavyweight teams. Um, I still think we're in for a, a wild race of some kind, Jason. We're due for one of those, as I said before. And on that basis, um, it's not a wild card statement here, but, but you know, it might not be the top pick for a lot of people, but for me, it's absolutely worth watching. And that's that's Chas Mossad and, and Lee Holdsworth. But certainly short price favourites are, are Garth Tander and, um, and Shane Van Gisbergen, for sure. Well, there we go. We heard it here first from Greg Rust. Rusty, thanks so much for joining us on the podium. Again, all the very best for the broadcast action to close out the Supercars Championship season. Always great to catch up with you, Jason. Merry Christmas to you and your listeners. Take care.